Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dudes at Ringside Crew, this is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Elsie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Damaku. Ringside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Broadway. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dicker. This is According to Woods. Savannah Summers. Come- I'm Shorty. Chance Winnie Sacks. Where you are watching the International News. It's Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans. To another episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther, the third, and now from the top of Metal Mountain, in the middle of the mosh pit, it's the happy heel himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, Joe? What's going on, everybody? What's going on today? Not much. Uh, so, did you enjoy yourself at... Creative Pro Creative Pro, by the way, they're not paying me to say this, just so everybody knows, but Creative Pro is an amazing promotion. Everybody should go check it out. Check them out on YouTube. Check them out on Twitch. Creative Pro Wrestling, Major Pod Wrestling. Tell me he got a deal last night. (laughs) But check them out. Amazing stuff right there, you know? But we got a guest, my my, my dude, in uh, in the waiting room. Don't you hear yeah, the motorcycles, yeah. Geek? So let's give a warm dudes at Ringside Podcast welcome to a BMF, Joe. Morris. Welcome. How you welcome. doing? You all right? Yes, we're good. good. Yeah, I'm just, just, good. I just chugged my coffee and got to hydrate. <laughs> Which just was vodka. <laughs> yeah, welcome. So, Morris, if if our American fans are not familiar with you, why would they not be? Introduce yourself. Well, everyone at home, I am Morris, the BMF. I've been wrestling eight and a half years for Comedy Pro Wrestling. Wow. And, yeah, I'm a BMF, as you can see from the back there, BMF. <laughs> BMF, and I'm the next gen wrestling heavyweight champion for Comedy Pro Wrestling. That's awesome, yeah, man. That's we awesome. love we love you guys over there in CPW. You guys really, as I said before the podcast, you guys really have been giving us a lot of like love and support for like all our guests we've had on and stuff like with Nathan's and the Shorties and the Alfies. But uh, with you, uh, so who who trained you? Well, like I say, my journey is quite unique to a lot of people because. Obviously, obviously, no one knows. I've got uh, autism, which basically means I struggle with, well, sh- still struggle with communication, eye contact, and sort of things where I struggle in crowds. So when I first started wrestling, I struggled a lot in terms of confidence, so I wouldn't really talk to no one. And then, obviously, I found CPW because I wanted to be a wrestler and get to, obviously, watching WWE and that sort of thing. And like I say, that first session was really hard. And I've had many trainers over the years, such as obviously Will Starr. And the three main 
people that have helped me. So I've seen my mum and dad behind the scenes. And the promoter of Comedy Pro Wrestling, Phil Richards, has heavily helped me over the years and believed in me to get me to the point where I am now. Awesome. So how did you get your start exactly in the wrestling business? So with me, what I did was obviously I searched around for ages for a few years, to be fair, looking for the right promotion because in Coventry, there weren't a lot of wrestling, there weren't a lot of wrestling promotions back then. Um, and obviously I was 11 years old at the time and I found Coventry Pro Wrestling where they're promoting like their academy. And I was like the first ever like kid to go there and actually work my way through because obviously the rest of them they were men women but i was a child and that's what made it to so unique of starting the academy leading obviously onto the superstars which obviously is an amazing project that we've been doing for a while and for anyone who wants to be a professional wrestler from anywhere england or america that sort of project it's quite unique because it's like what collar boxing, but it's for wrestling. You have 12 weeks and it's such a unique experience and you're guaranteed a match. Okay. So, oh, we got comments for, for you. It's like we, everybody loved Morris in the chat right now. So <laughs> all the love in the chat. We love that stuff. So, is there is there anybody on the in the uh Europe European or like any of the countries over there in America on the independent scene that you've been watching and scouting online like that you th- have on your dream list your dream list to wrestle? Well, like I say, I'm always looking on the independent scene in England, America, obviously in all over Europe, and uh, one person that I've been following quite a lot. Obviously, his whole journey is Drew McIntyre. Mm. And that's one person, obviously, I can relate to coming from Scotland, which is very close to England, and making it all the way to where he is now. That's definitely one person on my dream list. Yeah. It's like everybody on the podcast like that we've had has said that Drew McIntyre is probably their inspiration to become a professional wrestler. I don't know, Joe. Do you, do you agree with that one? or uh... It's like... There, we I've heard yeah I, I agree with you geek like normally I don't agree with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, Joe turned to the heel side. Look at that. It's because I keep smelling those cookies and the hot fresh coffee on your side. And I'm like, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> like it's hard not to say that because Drew McIntyre has had a crazy story in his career. Like as you said, more is like it started out with him like being in that stable that everybody doesn't want to talk about the, the uh, you know, the, the, the rock group that he was part of. And now the three man, ba- the three man, band, three man band, Oh God. It's like, almost don't want to talk about that. He'll probably go then like, and now look I mean, at he, he probably had fun doing that. I think, you know, that it, it seemed like fun, but like at the same time, like, was it really like you couldn't be yourself. Oh, wow, got a lot of love today. Wow. <laughs> People love today. Morris over in Coventry. Look at that, man. Yeah, look at right? this, Morris. You got a lot of love today in the chat. We get a lot wow. of love for everybody. So that's yeah. what we like Make yeah. sure everybody that's coming in, make sure you please follow us on YouTube and Twitch and anywhere you're watching the podcast right now. Because Just, and, and, and if you do, you'll see a dancing cat dance around. Yeah, you're going to see a dancing cat if you're on Twitch. 
and you, and you subscribe so you want to see us not we'll we'll, da- we'll dance if you uh subscribe how about it's that? like dance dance monkeys dead all right so. <laughs> um has like, you go you're next geekums no it's like what what exactly how, how did the name bmf come about like who came up with it so uh, obviously completely different contrast when i first started i was a butler and obviously going from that i went to a biker now years and years ago that jacket over there was completely plain and obviously i didn't know where to go with it and obviously i was speaking with the promoter phil and we came up with the bmf which is unique i've never seen no one do that so i went from okay so from a biker i've got to be a badass and to work into that badass thing, that's how I went to the BMF, the bad motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't worry, Morris. You don't have to worry about being censored, and we we curse in here. <laughs> it's like, ah, so we try not to do it so much because we, we have, like, you know, different countries with different, like, younger fans. Younger audiences, I, we understand that, too. So. Yeah. yeah. Is, so. With Coventry, they have a lot of shows for families. And oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah. That's one thing that we get we get a lot when we have people from England and Scotland, and they always ask us, "So when are you coming?" And we're like, "Coin jar, are you ready to, to get deposited yet?" Because <laughs> that is on me and Geeks list, guys. Yeah. Everybody in CPW that's watching this show right now, that is on our list. We've been dying. We're we're waiting and saving our cash. We want to come to the England. And see CPW live because we've heard so much good things about you guys. CPW is you know, on our list. And we have so many fans that ask us, ask us about you guys a lot. Like wrestlers, what is the CPW you guys always talk about and always promote? And I'm like, it's something special. There, you guys are doing something special in CPW. You may not see it, but we are asked about it from wrestlers. And fans, people by me in PA are like, "What's that CPW?" I'm like, "Oh, it's something special. You just gotta look the website up and watch." And, it. and not only not only us, Joe, Justin as well. Justin Justin talks about it too. Our friend know? Justin, like he asks about it and talks about it too. And it's like, it's it's hard because you guys do so many shows. Like, how many shows a week do you guys do in Coventry? Um, like I say, it all ranges, but majority of the week, we do a weekly taping for either New Blood or Next Gen, and then I'd probably say every, between every month and every two weeks, we'll have a show, obviously, and then goes from there, leading on from the tapings. Like, obviously, like Raw and SmackDown, we have Next Gen and New Blood, and then it builds on from that. Mm-hmm. So, so what what gets you exactly ready for for a match exactly? What's your pre match ritual exactly? Um, look, say every week we have training. That's obviously one thing. But right for a match, for me, I always I take a good hour to soak myself up, warm myself up, do push ups, squats, that sort of thing, stretch myself off, and then obviously I'll get myself into character. I walk like Morris. I talk like Morris, and then. Out the curtain comes Morris. Awesome. awesome. Corey Morris will destroy all the CPW gang. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh jeez. Especially so, that. Especially that Will Star guy. <laughs> yeah, that Will Star. Guy. <laughs> is, I swear, Geek looks like the cat that's staring at the window, and he's like 
wants to have Will on the podcast. He was like, please come in. The window is open. And I'm just like, no, I'm closing the curtains and I'm closing the window, locking it. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I want Will to come on the podcast. I really want Will to come on because I know, like you, he's someone that's very important to the Coventry Pro like universe. And we want to show what the American our American fans, what you guys are doing in the UK. And it's just, I, I really wish, as I said it to you before live, that you had a Twitch channel because that would help me and Geek and all our fans be like, oh, we could watch. And there's something I want to say when we're live. I would love to maybe do guest commentary for you guys because that's how much me and Geek love CPW. Like for like a show. If you ever have a show you want us to help you out and do, I guess, commentary. Joe, is this going somewhere? Because the ratings are going down now. You're losing the viewers. I'm sorry. No, we're not. <laughs> um, Geek, next question. <laughs> I know. I just I just asked them, what, what, like, what's been your pre-match ritual? Oh, I got it. Is there a song, a certain song that, like, you put on your headphones before, you, like, right before your match that, like, that gets you, like, wow, like, all in? Uh, like I say with me, what I do is... Instead of like listening to music and that sort of thing, I will listen to the fans. Mm-hmm. And once that gets me in my moment, my actual entrance song that I have now, which is Natural by Imagine Dragons, that gets me ready for that moment to walk out that curtain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a, a, like who who's your dream opponent exactly? Anybody. Forbidden door, like, forbidden door style. That's about the forbidden door. <laughs> I forgot the word forbidden door. I'm like, Lock say I'd, I'd love to face a lot of people, especially on the independent scene. But obviously, if you, if we're going for straight, you got to go straight to the top. I'd love to face someone like Roman Reigns. I'd mm. love to get to that level of oh, wrestling man. where I get to the top of the tree. That's my final goal to get to the top three in professional wrestling and just keep up there for as long as I can. Awesome. To be honest, now, t- just because you said that, I want to see that match. Yeah, and, I think uh, that would be a good match. Uh, uh, to be honest, I want to see that match just because you said you want to face Roman Reigns. And now I say, you know what? The king of, like, the BMF versus the big dog – the, well, what is he now? He's called the Tribal Chief. Dude. The Tribal Chief. Well, the <laughs> big dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. The BMF, and then you must acknowledge him. You know what yeah. I mean? Or <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Morris would. He'd be like, no, no, you <laughs> know <acknowledge> me. <laughs> <laughs> but he isn't. He isn't. This is going to get a lot of heat, though. But he is the number one on the PW Insider right now. Yep. You know, I think it should be somebody else. I think it should be more based to based to the indie scene. I it is it, it is it is it is based on the indie scene too. So yeah, and I I saw it. I was just like, they could have given the number one spot to someone from the UK or somebody from like the into more tossed to the independent scene. They didn't have to bring in the WWEs. Dale, Dale, get on it, man. We need you need to book that match in Coventry. You need to get on the phone with Joe. Oh gosh, <laughs> I, I heard you guys sell out tickets for your shows fast. Just imagine that that goes on the marquee. Oh my gosh, oh, 
Just get <laughs> on the phone with Triple H now. <laughs> Gail, get on the phone with Trips. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! NXT versus CPW. <laughs> Not recent. Be- yeah. yeah, that's insane, dude. Right. <laughs> so is we it- you're next week, right? Is there any dream places you'll have to travel to, or uh... like say with me? Oh, especially with wrestling, I want to travel all over the world. But obviously, I'd love to go to America and see what it's like over there. Um, but really, anywhere where there's wrestling, so I can get that experience. I mean, for me and Joe, it's definitely we want to travel to the United Kingdom for for personal reasons. Geek would love to go to Japan. You know, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm just I'm just a fan of I I love Pokemon. I'm somebody who loves Pokemon. So to actually get to see like when Nintendo is made and all that stuff, man, you know, Geek would be actually geeking out right there. He'd be like, crying. He'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> just watched a Nintendo get made. It's like it's, for him, it's like watching 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 a film. <laughs> He's just sitting there like this. I'm like and Joe, Joe will be like, "Can we go home now?" Is there is there is there a wrestling show where should we should we be promoting and be at right now? <laughs> <laughs> and on my dumb luck, I'll be trying to message people. I'm like, "Why is it not working? They're all sleeping, Joe. It's like two o'clock in the morning in America." <laughs> uh, that's why no one's responding, and we don't have the Wi-Fi here. <laughs> um. So, Morris, what kind of well, this is an off question, but what kind of food do you like? Um, like so, I mean, my favorite food has to be chicken. Oh, has to be. So chicken. fried or or uh or baked? Uh, for me, it could be grilled, baked, fried. I just love chicken. I love protein. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you want to do a top ten, you could do a top ten too. Oh, top ten food? Okay. Here or top five. Or top five, whatever. You know? Top five. Well, obviously, number one has to be chicken. Chicken. Then I'd probably say, probably go chicken. Then probably go beef. Then mix it up a bit. I'd probably have, probably have sweet corn for number three. Mm-hmm. Because obviously vegetables, um, and then my final two that are probably have to be something like probably fish, and then rice. Yeah, all of them top five. Well, I like fish, but I'm I'm partial to having like like fish, have a little rice, and have a little glass of wine, mm-hmm. and then eat the skin after I'm done with it. <laughs> What's your favorite match, you'd say? With me, like I say, I've had many, many matches in my career, but I can't really pick a number one. But I've got a top five. Top five matches. Obviously, not in order. Uh, one would be against Will Star, the one that I had in 2019 at the Xmas Bash. Mm-hmm. Another one would be one that I had recently, which was against... Uh, uh, Russell Aku, I obviously have a very big connection with him because he's my dad, Taco. 
at History Nome, which is like our WrestleMania. Another one of my favourite matches happened at the sum last Summerfest show as well against someone called Protest in a TLC mm -hmm. match, which was out of this world. It was one, like I say, it was a big experience for me, probably one of my biggest matches I've probably been in. The the boss is here. Is in the hey chat then. Right <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we've been hearing a lot about though that match with uh, that they do the prison match. Hey, what's going on? Have you ever Best done matches more prison matches yet? Well, this I'll see. A fun fact: the last prison show, I wasn't in the prison, but I've had the second most prison matches in CPW. Hmm. And my last prison match was against someone called Manlot de Reese. And obviously that match was one of my biggest matches as well. Especially with that steel structure being it's so brutal because it's not like a normal cage match. It's like proper solid bars. And the great on it as well. It's brutal. But it's I love them type of matches. It's funny when Geek and I always we, we hear about that match, we watch the clips and we're like, they're really handcuffed to the right. What do you always say, Geek? The rope, what do you the say? Rope, the rope, the hang... Are we talking about the prison match? Are we talking about the prison? Are we talking about the prison match? Are we talking about the uh, the other one where they handcuffed the ropes? The Is that prison match? That's a that's a different match, Joe. I thought that was yeah. the prison match. Could have sworn that was prison. The prison no, match is what was the cage. Yeah, and then the death row match is the one with the handcuffs. Oh, okay. I was thinking uh, that yeah. was... I got the matches confused. I thought that was the prison match with the handcuffs on the rope. And I then, understand more, though, with the handcuffs. I'll get yeah. that. Yeah, I'm like... Has there been any stipulation matches you have not competed in yet you would love to bring it to CPW? Um... I mean, there's one that's happened within CPW, but I'd love to be in one, a ladder match. A ladder match. I'd love to be in a ladder match because obviously with my style of wrestling, and obviously I love doing loop wrestling as well, flipping off the top rope. I'd love to be in a ladder match. You know, you know what would be an awesome match if for you, for you, if it's your gimmick? A casket match would be absolutely awesome. I've I've been in one of them as well. I've been in wow. a casket. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Ooh, Against I Tombi as well. Oh, wow. Against Tombi. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Death Row, man. Uh-oh. Someone's banging. Someone's, That's not me. Someone's calling the phone. My phone's off. <laughs> Will Star. It's Will Star. He's calling. Uh-oh, it's Will. What's the code? <laughs> it's they're, talking, they're talking about me again. It's, it's the boss. He's saying, give me the link. Give me the link now. Okay, I'm trying to think another match that I could see you doing if CPW would do it. Buried alive. Hardcore. We said death row. We said the prison. Buried alive. Buried alive. Would be awesome. Oh, buried alive. If they would do that. Oh, uh, that lock say that'd be very very hard in the aspect of obviously setting up, getting the setup for actually putting the hole in the ground and that sort of thing. But it'd be a very very good concept though. Yeah. Especially. And who would you face if it was a buried alive match? Look, say, there's there's many people, but the one person who I'd have to face, I faced him in the casket match. I'd have to face him in the buried royal. I'd have to be Tombi. Mm. Oh, definitely, yeah, mm. right. Ooh, I thought of him. You said ladder match. 
face Tombi in a ladder match, but on top of the ladder would be his bat with the barbed wire on it. Winner gets a ladder, the bat. ladder match. Ladder match for the bat, basically. Yes, but you could use other weapons in the ladder match, like almost like a TLC style, with the bat is yeah. hanging on the ladder. Yeah, who, yeah, but whoever gets to the bat gets to use the bat. Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Watch just the, watch the brains are turning over and see. Oh, I can see the wheels turning in the in the corners of like well, I can see oh they're all turning going. Well, I think that'd be a good idea, but I don't know if you're here for the show. <laughs> oh geez, here we go. What did we start, Geekums? <laughs> we, have all, ideas. we have all the bosses in the chat right now just chiming in saying that they're all messaging each other like that's a good idea, but I don't think we should do that on this date. Maybe this date. <laughs> a day on Halloween would be great. What do you think, Tombi? I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> These guys have too many good ideas. <laughs> they need to go. <laughs> Ooh, if Coventry could do it, do you think they would ever do like a Hell in a Cell match, or is that too big? Um, Loxay, it, it would be a Good idea to do something similar, but obviously we've already got a prism, but that's more like steel cage type. But it would it would be really nice to do something very similar to the hand in the cell, like a giant structure, right? Like oh a- yeah, but you would have to build that. You know what I mean, guys? They would have to really like they would have to have a really long intermission to build that cage because that's yeah. a big time. We'd be there hours. Yeah, you would have to start the show at like your time seven, like. Instead of one o'clock, the show the show would have to start at literally like eleven o'clock just to get them to make the full cage. <laughs> I, I, I actually got to witness a steel cage match at an independent show. So this like, and this is just like a small local independent show I saw. So this was took at least a half hour to build the whole thing, and you had every single indie wrestler building it with con with was it contractors and uh, like. People that know how to build this thing. And, mm. and I'm, I mean, every indie wrestler was surrounded in the cage helping build it. They all came out from the back to do it. It's crazy. That's my one thing. One of my, one of my favorite things about the indies, uh, Morris, is that the wrestlers help with the structures and help build things and set up the arena. Like anywhere 100%. else, they're going, Ugh. you know what I mean? Like, that's the cool thing I like about the indies. Yeah, I'll get that. Like I say, it's that it's that thing as well, helping set up and putting it all together to come out with that final product of the whole show. It it is quite a special thing. Mm-hmm. Yep, totally. So I just want to make a quick announcement. Um, I know I know I've said this before, but if we got any new people, please just give us a follow. You know, help us out. It, please please help us out by subscribe, a like, follow hit the like yeah. button it, it helps me and joe out a lot and it doesn't really cost you guys anything so it just yeah, it just takes your fingers sliding five feet over to the the, just the like the like button the subscribe, subscribe. Button on YouTube. that's it and yeah. we would be greatly appreciated we thank you so much and also tell your friends it's yeah. nice that we have we love you guys supporting us in the uk it's so cool oh my gosh shorty's mom hi shorty mama hi <laughs> What is mom's hair? <laughs> She's so cool. 
We're so happy to have her in the chat. Yay. <laughs> See how I lost. I fanboyed out for Shorty's mom. <laughs> Shorty's mom is so cool. Morris, so cool. Morris is the most CPW fan based as he always puts his all in his matches. So look, you get so much love in the chat, Morris. Look at that. You know, you're loved here. It means a lot. So cool. So we, we love our Morris. It would be amazing to see you take on Tombe. Somebody said, I think somebody just wrote, we'd love to see an Undertaker match, right? Oh, you know what? I thought oh, it would, like would smash the Undertaker. If you do a Halloween show for against Tombe, you should do like a, a graveyard match, like a, almost like a street fight, but call it a graveyard match, and, and there's no rules. Like you could that, do that, look, say that'd be that'd be nice to do, like, sort of match similar to the Undertaker match where you have no rules, but it's still that same base. It, it would be amazing, yeah. Have, Somebody, sorry, Dale you, Dale, you do the rubber duckies, got a pound scammer, never forget that. <laughs> okay. I, I I don't get it. Yeah. Elaborate. So. Elaborate. I can see the the Halloween match, like the like every all the weird stuff outside, like Halloween stuff you could use, and you could also use like buckets of candy, <laughs> like everything outside the ring, all the fun stuff. But then also, yeah. here we go. Are you doing hardcore matches? This is big in America. <laughs> Do you either have do you do you prefer tax or Legos? Uh lock say with me, I've never really took either. But if mm. I had to pick one to go through, I'd probably say tax simply because it is it's one another one of them things you can say you've experienced and as much as it hurts, but it'd be one of them things I I'd love to obviously go through with. Mm. If there's anybody you could tag with, uh, who would you tag with and why? Look, say I've had many amazing tag partners, but... Ooh. Hmm. Well, within CPW, the, obviously the, I've always had one tag partner who's I've solely always had who ain't always been wrestling, but it'd have to for within CPW you'd have to be Taco hundred percent. Taco? Taco, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Hey Dave. Because you have on? the to me, you have the lucha wrestling thing and putting that together would be something special to do that and do that another time. Mm-hmm. Wow, we'll get Morris the goat of CPW, a top tier guy in and out of the ring. Yeah. Morris is the best. Morris Morris needs to wipe the smile off protest face for good. <laughs> I think this is the biggest crowd we've had on the on, in the chat for a while. Yeah, definitely. From Bushy from Bushy as good, Morris is he won't beat the deathmatch specialist Tombi. Mm. Oh gosh, Tommy's gonna be coming after us now, Geek. I'm gonna throw you in front of me. You can take the bat. <laughs> Tacos awesome. <laughs> Tacos are delicious. Hello, Dave. <laughs> Is the food wise, 
Oh, here we go. You said tacos. Do you like taco? You said you like chicken. Do you like chicken tacos or regular tacos? Oh, I like all tacos. Got tacos. gotta love tacos. <laughs> yeah, we used to say that all the time on the podcast. We we're a tick. We're a taco. We're a taco podcast and and pizza. We love pizza too. I I, I know I asked you what, what your favorite match and matches that were in your career, but who's been your favorite matches like of all time? You'd say like. And this could be like American, it could be British wrestling, anything. That you really say, I love, I love this match. Um, I'd probably say one of my favorite matches I've ever watched. Obviously not live, but from watching it was probably my second ever match I watched, which was Stone Cold versus The Rock at WrestleMania nineteen. When oh, Stone Cold retired. That that match is a classic, and nobody will ever forget the ending. By the way, the ending when Stone Cold Steve Austin, the degenerate, the the he absolutely did the unthinkable and aligned himself with the boss. Is that that two. one? Was that the other one they faced? That was, no, wait, no. Seventeen was the one he aligned himself with the boss. Nineteen yeah. was his was his final match. Yeah, I, yeah. I knew that more. I was like, I so called so called final match. Before he, after he wrestled Kevin Owens, I personally would have wrote it differently because Stone Cold's a legend. Why did you have them have him go out on in the? I know it's putting the Rock over, but I would have just had him win and walk away. Stone Cold, the Rattlesnake. You can't have the Rattlesnake go out. I know, as I said, he's putting people over, but that's always perfect. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, Emmy? Emmy, shut up. I think it was a nice way for him to go, though, in the aspect of his final match with the person he feuded with for quite a bit in his career. I think that was it's a very special way for him to go as well with someone he's obviously faced and got to know. And yeah. ending it that way, it was, mm-hmm. it looks safe for me, even put a frog in my throat back then, seeing him retire yeah. and. But yeah, I I think I think The Rock should have been just the last choice because it was it would I mean to be honest I get I think not never mind I take it back because Kevin Owens that was kind of his final send off he never really got to say goodbye to the fans in that way so yeah. I feel like Ke- that Kevin Owens when he wrestled him at WrestleMania I feel like that was his saying okay I'm sorry I forgot to, to tell you guys I was retiring this is it thank you so much for everything you know that you do you know. Like, I'm so glad that they never went through that whole storyline that was supposed to happen, Morris. I don't know if you know that Stone Cold was supposed to take on Brock and that be his last match. And no, actually, no, that wasn't the story. The story was that he was going to lose to Brock on a random Raw. And oh, Stone I thought Cold, it was at a WrestleMania or something. No, no, no. He said, because Stone Cold said on an interview. He's like, why are we doing this on a random Raw? This is a big, big money match. We can't do this on a it's a random episode of Raw. Your biggest star lose to Brock Lesnar, you know? It would have to be on a WrestleMania or SummerSlam or something. So that's why I think they said, okay, you want to do it? We'll have The Rock lose to Brock at SummerSlam for the title. Yeah. That's and what, that's, and I, that's what they did. That's what they did. So I think I find, I find it silly, but I'm glad mm-hmm. they did the way they did it. 
And like, if they would have did it the other way, I think the fans would have been disappointed. I think they were disappointed to see Stone Cold go. Mm-hmm. But eh. Lock say everyone has their time eventually. Yeah. yeah. They've got a Lock say wrestling does a lot to your body. And at some point you've got a you've got a hang up the boots and look back at your career. And obviously, yeah, because wrestling, like I say, from what I've seen, to a lot of people, it's put a lot of people where they can't walk and that sort of thing. That's what we do for this business. And that's the sacrifices we make. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. So who, who has been, you say, your toughest opponent, you'd say? Toughest opponent? Uh I would probably, in terms of an actual fight, like I say, I've had a lot of people where it's been a fight and yeah, getting to a fight. Um, I'd probably say my toughest opponent, I would say there's three mm. for me. Obviously, I'd say Tombi, he's up there. Uh, Will Starr and... I'd probably say Scott Oberman as well. Let's go. A, a lot of stuff about Tom B. Joe, man. Right? Yeah, it's going to be a clip central when this podcast is over. <laughs> Tom B. Tom B. <laughs> we got to send him to say, that, hey, Morris said this about you. We're his toughest opponent. Or right. it's already been out there. They're like telling him, get on the chat now. They're talking about you, Tom B. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, I, Okay. Um, what else is new? Got that. We got where we want to travel to. Um, let's get anything else, Geekin? Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm I'm good. So, Joe, is there any? Do you you um? Is there any upcoming shows for Coventry, Nathan? Um. Well, like I say, recently we just had our next-gen show, which obviously all the people at home can watch on the CPW On Demand service, the Patreon. But one that's coming up, I believe it's this week's on the 24th of September. Uh, I believe it's called New Dawn. It's the start of season 10, one of our biggest seasons, season 10 as well. So that's 10 years of CPW. As well. Congratulations, you guys. Congratulations, you guys. That's 10 seasons. That's 10 is the big number right there. That's like doing 10, 20, 30. That's like a milestone number. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Let's go for 10 more. Let's go for 20 more. Just hoping to make it season 10 of this podcast. So, yeah. (laughs) We're we're only on season two. (laughs) Season two. That's it. And it's we're up to like 200 episodes. So, um, 286 episodes. Yeah, 286. Yep. Oh, yeah, so we would like to thank you for coming on the podcast, um, Morris. Thank you so much. Oh, really thank you as well. Me. No problem. Um, and uh, do you have any social medias you would like to uh, plug or? Uh... Um, look, say I've got um. My Facebook, which is Morris MBK, my Instagram, Morris MBK, and obviously one 
one place where you can see a lot of me as well is CPW on their Facebook page and their Instagram pages. Um, but yeah, that's all of my social medias. But I know I'm starting a YouTube channel soon, posting stuff on there as well for Morris. And they said you skipped uh, the yard match is one of my favorites. Yes, that skip yard match was a very, uh, very big match for me as well. Because it was one of them ones where it was a cinematic match. Mm. And it was very similar to Undertaker's Boneyard match, but it was a multi-man match. So you had, obviously, Tom Bionette, myself, Scott Oberman, Dan Evans, and Cleo, which, as we know now, is obviously Nathan Lewis for the CPW heavyweight title in a skip yard. Awesome. You got to go back and check that one out. Now we have to go look for that. Geek, I guess I'm going to have to be sending you money in the thing until so we could get on the CPW train. (laughs) (laughs) Because every time we turn around, go on the Instagram page and look, or Facebook, we're like, there goes another show we have to watch. Yeah. (laughs) That's one thing we, 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 uh, we really appreciate everything you guys do with CPW again. And thank you. So I'm going to say is thank you guys for being so kind and sweet. And to everybody on the CPW roster, so yeah, far you. we've had you. Thank you. Yeah, also, also everyone in the chat, if you're, you're not following, remember, if you're not following this page, please follow everybody here. So everybody, everybody in this, here. Because we want to see, right now we want to see the, the dancing cat within the next five minutes. Yes, before we leave. Yeah, so this way. All right. I'm Joe Panther the third. I'm the Metal Geek. And I'm Morris the BMF, the next gen wrestling heavyweight champion. Definitely. Of course, champions. And we will catch you in the next one.